it's the proudest day, the proudest time, and the seat of a relic here. Because that day, and that hour, and those minutes, I got the butt between my teeth. You know, I really stood up and was counted and said, this is not getting away. I remember when we pulled on our helmets, and Donald says to me, what are we doing? I said, we're going for gold, Barrett. That's all we said. I can still picture that run. That was just the best, best run ever. Welcome along to Crunching Gears, the Rally Podcast. Season 2, Episode 6. Connor, it's that time of the week again. Yes, indeed, Kevin. It's great chance to uh, chat to people about rallying and stuff, and, and get some good guests on as usual. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like you know, again, you know, we keep going on the positive vibes coming out of Irish rallying. This week, we you know we have into the abundance. We speak to Patrick O'Brien and, and Josh McGarlane on the exciting news that they're going over to round one of the ERC Rally Faf. We also catch up with Lorcan Moore, who's been on his travels. Uh, that's a, a fascinating t- tale. Then we look back at last weekend, Five Mile Town, a great day in the forest. And then finally, we catch up with last year's junior tournament champion, Ryan McHugh. And he has an exciting plan for this year ahead. But I think without further ado, you know, like, uh, this whole the, the Irish contingent going to Rally Faf, that's unbelievable, isn't it, Conor? I do. It's fantastic. It's another great new story. Um, you know, we're seeing a... a quite a large Irish contingent going over to, to Portugal or competing on Portugal uh, and Rally Fast. So it really is fantastic news and, and great to see it. And again, you know, hats off to Motorsport Ireland and the, the, the MI Academy and uh, well, John Coyne. It's just fantastic news. It really is. It really is. You know, we have Paddy and uh, Stephen going over, Josh, and Josh is a stand-in co-driver, Brian Hoy. Just we should say uh, congratulations to John, Rowan and Megan McCusker to get married this weekend. So that's why John's not there. So congratulations to the pair of them. Uh, also then uh, Philip Allen be there, Craig Breen be there with James Fulton. Uh, you John know, Armstrong John as well. Armstrong, John Armstrong yeah. as well too. Yeah, uh, you know, we can't forget John as well too. Yeah, with Andrew Bryan on board. Yeah, so like, uh, you, know, uh, you know, for a round of the ERC, the championship many a year we kind of didn't even really tune into. It's going to be, we're all eyes are going to be tuned into it next, uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend. Absolutely. And and not just because of the Irish contingent, no. like there's 37 R5s taking part in this event. <laughs> we're seeing the likes of Mads Osberg. Uh, you know, it's just, it's an incredible entry. It really is. It's fabulous. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, uh, you know, that is mega. Like, you can imagine the, and the stages in that area too. I think, this, you know, they are classic rally Portugal stages, a lot of them as well, too. So, going to be a real test of modern machine there yeah it will be and again you know this time as as we you know as, as josh tells us in the interview this time uh, last year you know real mixed conditions as well so we don't know what we're going to get thrown at us in portugal and only last weekend uh, on a portuguese rally there was snow so uh, you know it, it's all up in the air that's for sure that is for sure i think without a further ado i think we'll catch up with paddy and josh yeah exactly can't wait to get going now uh i've known for Sometimes, so sitting on it wasn't easy, but yeah, really looking forward to it and, and can't wait to get going now. Yeah, and like Faf is one of those names that you know, kind of anybody that knows anything about rallying, there's just something special about that name. Like, of all the rallies you would like to go to, it's probably high up on the list. Yeah, exactly. Uh, plus, it's 
probably more the gravel is, is something I enjoy quite a lot. Uh, watching even the WRC around the FAF area as well is, is crazy. So we get the chance to go and compete on legendary stages like that. That's, you have to take it. That's for sure. And Josh, from your point of view too, like getting the chance to go to round one and the ERC, it was a no-brainer, I would say, if never the opportunity came up. Yeah, it's a it's a no brainer. Like uh, most of these opportunities, um, to be starting the first round of both the the World Championship and the ERC is yeah, it's, it's quite a strange thing to say, but obviously <laughs> very grateful for it. Um, and yeah, to go into Fath, it's a place we've got good experience of before, so it's definitely a, a nice place to start. Where you know the region and know the area as such. So uh, yeah, we're we're definitely looking forward to that one. Yeah, and who's right? Go ahead, Connor. No, apologies. I was just going to jump in. Like, you know, fantastic that you're both getting the opportunity. But boy, what an entry list. Like, it really is going to be a competitive event. I think there's something like 37 R2s, Rally 2s, second player. What's your, what's your views, Josh? You know, what, you know, do you have a, a benchmark or, or who you're pitting yourself against? Um, obviously, it's there's a lot of WRC2 competitors in it. Um, even I think if you look at the around the 30 mark, there's still four or five boys that could actually win the rally. So it's uh, it's definitely a, a big entry and a lot of competition, but, but that's why we're going. That's why we're here. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's good to put yourself up against this here and improve the pace all the time. Uh, ultimately, we're going for, for seat time, so we have to bear that in mind. But, yeah, we want, we want to race as well. So, uh, yeah, I think looking at stage times in Portugal in the previous years, we've been there, thereabouts, and, and some of these guys, so it's uh, it's about building on that there and, and having a strong qualifying because I think that's where road position is going to be crucial. And Paddy, what about yourself? What's 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 preparation looking like to get yourself up to speed for for FAF? Yeah, I think we've been doing as much preparation as sort of we can. Uh, watching the obviously the onboards from the WRC plus and then the ERC plus. Um. Where where I'm going to be, I I don't know. I'll know after the first stage. I don't have any experience there, so I think it's going to be quite a lot of learning. But hopefully, we can learn fast. Yeah, uh, but you seem Paddy, you seem to be able to adapt. Like Galway, you know, you were thrown in at the deep end, like your R five on tarmac, and you took your time. You settled yourself. You were setting top ten times, you know, fairly quickly. But come Sunday, like. The guys at the front are scrapping for the one. They're going for like every second. And you, like Road, knock a time in was it four and a half seconds quicker than everybody else. Like, that's, that's phenomenal. Like, it must give you great comfort or a great boost to see that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's good when you can do that. Like, it was just getting a day to bed it in and then have a push then. And I think the last stage we were up as well. But unfortunately, we, we touched the veil. But I think that maybe it will be better for this event because it's gravel as well and I have quite a lot of experience on the loose too, so that should be a big a big help. And, and like have you a preference like I suppose like you you have more experience on the gravel at this stage than the on the tar. Is is the gravel still your preferred choice of, of its surface? No, I wouldn't think so, no. I, it doesn't really matter gravel or tarmac. I just it just seemed to fall into the maybe a gravel rut. <laughs> uh, for quite a long time there but I really enjoy the gravel but I like the tar as well it doesn't really make much difference to be fair yeah. as long as you're in the rally car you don't really care <laughs> exactly it's all the same yeah. and, and Josh from your point of view like 
uh, of your preference, like you've been lucky enough and competed regularly now on both surfaces. Um, yeah, I think yeah, you could say you, <laughs> our tarmac is the preferred uh, surface coming from Ireland, but whenever you look at it, we don't we haven't rallied in Ireland in four years, which is quite a long time. And okay, there's a lot of different characters of tarmac roads in Europe. So uh, no, I think whenever you get the the gist of Finland, it's it's hard to compare to to any other surface. I would say for sure, for sure, and like. You know, getting this opportunity for like for Faf, and like we see how many drivers from here are going to be there. You know, your Craig Breen, uh, uh, Philip Allen, John Armstrong, yourselves. You know, we're in such a, this island at the moment is producing some great talent. Isn't it fantastic to see such a strong contingent making the trip over? Maybe Josh, you want to take that one first. Um, definitely. I think it shows you how strong the, the sport is from Ireland and the competition as well from, from the entry list going out, even in WRC, WRC rallies alone. Um, if you look at William and Eamon in the last round of the, the JWRC, it shows you how strong, strong they were. Um, and yeah, I think it's predominantly down to the support of one man and, and that's John Coyne. And it's, yeah, it's good to see him back out in Mexico again, um, making the trip over there. So it's, uh, yeah, it's very promising at the moment. Yeah, and like Patrick, from your from your side there too, like this the, the academy and like you know, you know John Coyne, the backer of this, to give you this opportunity, like this two years ago would have been like a, a pipe dream. It's going to be reality now in a couple of weeks. Um, the academy has done an awful lot for you in the, the last few months as well, really, hasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like um, I think it was two years ago was the first time I ever met. John Coyne, I was working with Don Buckley on, on his car and he, he didn't even know who I was then. So two years later, there was a bit of a laugh but we're, we're going to FAF and he's been, been involved in it as well. So yeah, it would never ever happen without the support of the academy and uh, Sean and, and John as well, what they do and even the people behind the scenes in the academy. It's unbelievable. Like We're, we're very, very lucky to be getting these chances. Paddy, what have you lined up in the way of pre-event testing? Uh, we're doing a test on the Wednesday before the event. I think, uh, Josh, you're doing it as well with PCRS. So pretty much you'd be in, really being dropped in the deep end. You know, you, you won't get a chance to compete in Portugal then beforehand. Not so much time to compete in Portugal now, but yeah. we'll see how we get on. And uh, does that, you know, do you think about that or, you you know, because you don't compete as regularly as a lot of other competitors, you're happy enough to just be able to jump into the car and, and go? That doesn't bother me in the slightest. Like, I'm, every day I'm close to the rally car. Or I'm, there's not that many days I'm not in the seat driving it about somewhere because that's my job. So that doesn't really bother me in the slightest. And, and Josh, your point of view now, like getting into the, the Rally 2 high on the, like, you're, You've you know you've had it now for what's six seven months now. Is it you know a car you're comfortable with now because you were so used to the the previous the rally the R five version? Um yeah I think it's it's always been developed. Um even looking at towards FAF now. Um we're looking at debris from Portugal last year and and what there is where we could improve the car and obviously the driving as well. So it's it's good to look back at these things now and, and try to develop them going forward. Um, but yeah, the car is proven. I think if you look at Sunan last year in Portugal, he was leading until the last stage. 
Um, so it, it's good to have that there. Uh, obviously, the Skodas are coming on strong now with the with the new car being released. But yeah, we still have to, to keep the, the mindset positive and, and keep fighting. Yeah, and could, like you say, Sunderland was set in great times. And even, you know, the rallies that's been this year so far, like Galway, like, you know, Sam Moffat jumped into it at the very first time and led the rally for a while too. Like, so, the, 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 you know, the car does seem very capable. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And yeah, it was great to see, obviously, Sam get the new car for, for Galway and be on the pace right away. So all these things give you it gives you good confidence going forward. Obviously, we had some small issues in Monte Carlo that, uh, yeah, it was out of let's say everyone's control, so it's it's good to get to the bottom of these here and, and push on from from here on in. For sure, for sure. And Paddy, from your point of view, like these cars are so evenly matched. You know, you haven't the very latest developments. You know, from Skoda, you know they have the new rally too, and all. But there's not huge, you know, there's not huge advantages. It's not like it's not three or four seconds a kilometer. It's just the smallest wee fraction. Like this is we keep saying about how you know close and how how good a racing is with these you know our, our rally two r five cars. It must be great to know that the car you have gives you a, a really good opportunity to, to make an impression heading over there. Yeah, exactly. Um, our car is maybe a little bit older, but as you say, it's I still can put the times up. If you see the black road, like it was, <laughs> everybody wanted a Volkswagen Polo, and then everybody wanted a Citroen, and. Once I got to the end of that, everybody wanted a Skoda. So <laughs> it, it seems to be fit to do the business. So, no, I, I don't really think too much about that. It's the package I have, and I have to make it work. Yeah. And like you know, having your brother there beside you too, it's nice to have that. Ex- you know, to sh- have a shared experience with your brother as well. Yeah, exactly. And also, my dad will be coming to the event too, and and he'll be working on the car too. So, still, you have the the family thing coming along with you too. Is is always nice. Yeah, I think you know your your dad and your brother and your whole family are your biggest supporters. You know they have been with you. Well, they have been with you from day one, but but they they are they you know they're full square behind you. They want you to succeed. That that's a fantastic feeling for you as well, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, my brother Frank used to work along with, but he's off to Australia now and moved there. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the black road, he actually texted me and says, "What's the plan now?" And I says, "Right, I'm going for it." Once I got to the end of it, I got a text message straight away. Holy shit. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Frank's a big supporter of me, too. But he can't be here, so. No, he'll, he'll not sleep much the weekend to Portugal. He'll be keeping an eye on the times. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. And, like, Josh, you come as well, too. Like, you know, your family has such a strong uh, rallying history as well. Like, they're full square behind you, and, the, you know, your mum and your dad and your sisters know. Like they enjoy uh, going out and and expectating and taking in the whole atmosphere of these events as well. Yeah, I think uh, it shows you them. They go to most of them. Obviously, it's very hard to get to every one of them with the the cost of the whole thing. But uh, yeah, they've been here from the start. The whole family, cousins and uncles and stuff. So yeah, it's good to have this support. Um, and definitely, it's it's one thing I'm grateful for from the early part of their career too. So it's definitely good to to have the, the local support, even from from sponsors as well. Many of them have stuck by me since the start. So it's uh, yeah, the whole package is is what make it work. Makes yeah. it work. I could think the you know the very early car, you know, year one double oh seven. There's some of the names on that car are still on your car today. Like so, that just shows you know that 
the package that you're giving to the sponsors obviously is working because they stuck through you, they stuck by you, sorry. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a it's a good thing to look at, um, having these loyal people with you along the way. Um, obviously, the ERC and WRC is quite in a bigger scale, so it's, it's something that you're always looking at and always searching for as well for, for the likes of a European-based sponsor, but these things take time, so uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's always a, a work, in, work in progress. And, and Josh, change the scene in the cockpit for you for Portugal as well? Uh, yeah, so so Brian Hoy will be stepping in for this one. Um, John Rowan will be walking down the aisle that day. So, uh, yeah, I don't think that would be quite possible. So, uh, yeah, Brian stepping in. He, he's obviously got a lot of experience at that level with, with John Armstrong, etc. So I've got full full confidence in him. He, he's been there and done these rallies before. So, yeah, I don't think that'll be such an issue. But, yeah, the Wednesday test before, as Paddy says, will be crucial for for getting this relationship off to a good start and uh, yeah hopefully hopefully it all works out well yeah you'll have a world champion in the car beside you so it's not a bad sub is it <laughs> no, not a bad start anyway <laughs> and, and and paddy for you you know we know the struggles you've had to compete over the last number of years with sponsor you know not being able to get the the package together and all to be able to have go to like a potential sponsor and say I'm a member of the MA Academy. You know, I, you know, I, you know, I am one of their elite drivers. That must help open doors for you whenever you're going around with the looking for uh, looking for sponsorship. Yeah, exactly. Even people approaching you as well for some sponsorship. You know, you don't have to go begging maybe all the time. Uh, also, winning winning rallies outright too has, has been a massive help as well. You know. Pretty convincingly in Ireland, you know, we can do it on the gravel now. Mm-hmm. But that was a big help. But for Daphne, having been a member of, of an elite squad like that, and it's the best, the best in Ireland. So yeah, it's, it's a fantastic help. And Paddy, I know Kevin mentioned there that your your Skoda wouldn't be the latest spec, etc. But there must be an element of confidence going with a car you're familiar with and a setup to your liking, rather than stepping into a hard car over there that you're not as familiar with. Yeah, exactly. You know, I know, I know the carons and out like I, I build and and dip and rebuild gearboxes, so I know every piece of the gear. And also with the driving as well, the setup. I think we have a setup for gravel, which is is very very good. Okay, we'll have to adjust it till. I think it's going to be quite a lot sandier and, and a softer base in Portugal, but I think we'll have no problem with that. And have you been studying the onboards, you know, to the nth detail, or or has that been going on for a couple of weeks now? Yeah, it's been going on for quite some time now. Uh, <laughs> I seem to know the road very well. Also, uh, with Skoda, they give you some good setup sheets for for Portugal too. So I've been in contact with them too. So that's a massive help going uh, when you're going sort of the unknown. Yeah, I think that that's fantastic to hear. You're getting the support from Skoda Motorsport as well that they're helping out as well too. So they they they're aware of you. So we should say then. <laughs> now, where the bills come from, them they should be aware. From <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they are they're a fantastic company to work with. Like and like they just want to help so much, and and anything they can do, they'll go out of their way to do it. And like Josh, you started off um, Monte Carlo with a teammate with Walt Crichton, and another new teammate. Like the, you know, even I know you're in different cars and all this time, 
But even to have somebody there in the service area, does that help as well? Yeah, for sure. I think it's a great thing to say that there's two cars from the Motorsport Rally Academy at the top level of the ERC. Um, and having William in, in Monte Carlo especially, it was good to bounce information back off him and, and see what the thoughts were. Um, it's a big team effort from the, the academy to get two cars out there. So, yeah, we have to we have to work together and, and make the most of it for for each other. So, no, it'll be good, especially in the Wednesday test, to, to talk it through and, and see what's what and, and compare. compare uh, okay, we can't compare setups so much with a Skoda and a Hyundai, but even, like, information from the road and their character throughout Reggae and stuff like this here is, is very important because, yeah, whenever you're running a one-car team outside the the rest of the cars which is probably three cars in, in some of the teams and if you look at top sport they seven so they've uh, they've a lot of data and information gathered up from that so it's uh yeah to try race these guys you need everything you can to to make it work no it's just um i was just curious actually do you have road note crews for the likes of of faf rally or is that not needed um, you're not actually allowed them within the, the ERC and, and Monte Carlo was the only rally you're allowed them with their rally two car. Um, if you looked at FAF last year, you, you could have done with it with the amount of water on the road in the mm-hmm. lots. So, uh, yeah, the weather will play a big part. And as I say, the qualifying will be the crucial part to, to the road position with 37 rally two cars. So it's, uh, I know how rough Portugal can get and, and starting further up, okay, not cleaning the road, but within the within the top ten is is a big thing. So uh yeah, it's uh it's how we can make the most out of the qualifying stage, I would say is the, the good starting point. Yeah, huge thanks to um Patty and Josh for taking the time to chat to us. And as Josh says, you know, shakedown isn't just shakedown when it comes to ERC. It, it's vitally important for uh you know you're qualifying for a road position as well for the, the start. And uh Another entry that we forgot to mention is also a friend of the podcast. Hayden Padden is taking part. He announced this week that he would be doing the, the full ERC season. So um, Rally Faf is the kickoff of that. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, also, we, I, I caught up with is Lorcan Moore. Lorcan, co-driver. Um, he has had an exceptionally busy year already this year. Uh, he's done Galway, from, straight from Galway, he was straight away then to Portugal for a test then to Qatar for the rally over there. Straight from it, then change of bags in the way to France in with Daniel Barry and a great run there. But no point in me telling you all about it. We'll let Lorcan tell you the story. Um, I suppose it's always been a family thing for us. Uh, back in the day, my dad used to do a bit of rallying in a, a Class 14B twin cam, which was a, a standard enough car. And uh, my uncle used to co-drive for him. And he used to switch seats. And uh, my brother, Brian, then myself, just grew up always around rallying and yeah, I started autocross when I was 16 and, and never looked back and packed in the football and everything else. So, <laughs> And then, you, you know, whenever you turned the age then, you weren't long getting the, the license and then the first step was navigating, was it then? Um, yeah, so did a good bit of, of autocross in our, our local club in Mayo and uh, we have a great club there and just took off from there and I always wanted to drive, but I suppose there's, there's two types of co-drivers in... in one is the one that was a born co-driver and one is the, is the poor driver. So I, <laughs> I went to the second category fairly quick. But uh, no, um, got into co-driving. I did my first rally with my dad in Mayo 2015. So 
Um, I think we're second last overall and we had no breaks, but we enjoyed it every bit and uh, yeah, never looked back. Yeah, and like what a fantastic experience getting that, you know, your very first ever rally take, share it with your dad. Like that's something you'll look back in years to come with great memories. Yeah, definitely. It's always been a family thing um, in our house and we always relate rallying with your family. So um, between myself and, and my brother Brian and my dad, uh, yeah, it's just been in the blood and uh, all stone mad. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, uh, you know, your brother and yourself, you know, but you have got the, you know, the, the same as your dad and his brother, you jump in together and you swap seats back and forth as well. Yeah, exactly. I sit with Brian sometimes in the Civic and he, he charges fairly hard in fairness and uh, enjoy that all the same and then try and do a bit of driving myself. And then when I'm driving, he helps me prep my car and my dad and my uncle come and run the car and all my cousins. So it's it's a, a team effort for sure. But, but that's how I got into it. And I then I did the Border Championship then in 2016 um, with a local driver, Derek, Derek Bolton, a good friend of mine. And uh, it just snowballed from there then. And, and I was just addicted and I had the bug and finished school, went to college and I was in, in uni in Galway and flat out rallying um, every chance I got, I was gone. Um, 2017, I did something like 31 or 32 rallies that year, so not a whole lot of college, but uh, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, that's when I started going abroad and stuff like that, so um, yeah, I just tried to build it up as much as I could um, when I was younger and, and yeah, it's standing to us now, we're, we're getting the experience so yeah like um, you know rallying is like that's what i always think about rallying it's a great opportunity for young people as well as well as you know the whole community of rallying it allows you to travel the world like you've had the opportunity to go to belgium america across the uk and like and, and go and do something you enjoy doing it's even better again isn't it oh definitely yeah um and you make meet great people along the way and and, and make great friends Um, even if you are just a an innocent 19 year old and you don't know what you're doing all you love is rallying and you're on a plane yeah you just you just get on it and, and you know we're all there for the same reason we all love going fast so um yeah i was lucky enough i got in with a great team from from the london irish motor club with john reddington when i was 19 and we did a power rallying out in belgium that year and we won the flanders championship um in in the mark ii with dan motorsport and um, that was great and in 2019 I'd moved on to I was actually studying abroad in, in Canada um, in, in, um, in Montreal and they speak French over there and I was kind of studying French over there in college so um, when that finished up I was in New we actually went to Ohio for a rally with, uh, with Liam McNeilis and uh, the Ohio rally and ended up back and forth then for a couple of for a couple of years as well so, so yeah there's a great Irish rally crew over there and uh, yeah it's uh, it's an enjoyable way of travelling but always meeting great people and doing what you love as well yeah and like that whole american championship there's a strong backbone of irish through it all you know like we think like you know the donnelly mckenna all those names you know like they are they have been there like forever now at this stage really yeah yeah definitely and uh i think it was new england 2021 there was like nine or ten irish co-drivers out for the weekend like you know <laughs> probably seven in the rally and yeah. 10 of them were, were Irish and 10 Irish drivers as well. So, yeah, it's great to see. And there's even Chris Megan even has a, a page Irish rally in America, you know, um, for following that. Yeah, so, no, it's, it's I suppose it's always in, in, in the blood too there and it's great to see it growing. Yeah, that's for sure, that's for sure. And then last year, you know, here back at home in Ireland, you get the opportunity to sit with some great drivers and that really brought you to the attention of maybe, you know, the wider public in the rallying field. 
Um, yeah, I suppose it all has been trying to to climb the ladder and as much as we can and get as much experience as we could uh, all throughout the years. But um, last year got the first podium, so that was a, a good achievement from from that side. Thanks to to Vivian Vivian Hamill in the mini and uh, and with Daniel Barry, which good runs in five mile town and and Wexford, and um, it just brought my game up to another level as well um, within the car. So. I had a lot of other runs on the side as well, and uh, thanks to everyone that I was sitting with. But um, yeah, th- that was probably the highlights of last year for sure, is the two podiums. But um, yeah, yeah, and like that has prepared you. Like all this has been leading up to this year, and like what a start to the year you've had so far. Like, yeah, no, it was a good start. We uh, well, I wasn't expecting it to be honest. I had nothing planned. Um, kind of don't know what what the plans is yet for the year or anything like that but uh i got a, a, sh- a shout from killian duffy about the seat and guitar and uh put myself in for it and, and the academy helped me with that and uh that was it then got going with aziz and we went to portugal we did uh two days of testing there back to back with aziz and khaled al suedi and then um then we went to qatar and we got on well there it was tricky really tricky but it was really really enjoyable and something i've never done before i remember after the the first test in the desert, I was just like mind boggled because uh, when I knocked off the stage mode in the Fabio, it was like average speed, 130 kilometers an hour. I was like, oh my god, this is mental stuff, you know. Um, but it's really, really enjoyable, and just you know, the speed is infectious. So, um, yeah, it was class, and then we prepared well for the rally, and we did the best we could, and we ended up getting fifth. So, um. You know, like even the, the opportunity to go and test for two days, like here, you know, back home, and like, um, we're not putting anybody down, but a, a test here is maybe like, you know, half a day or something like that there. But to have two full days of testing, and like, was your, you know, did you, were you able to bring stuff to the, you know, to the table to help them to adjust the car and bring the car along and, you know, bring something new to the table as well? Um, I suppose, yeah, just you try and do the best notes that you can, and uh, every driver is different. and. It's it's a subjective thing because what mean might mean one thing to another driver might mean something to someone else. So um, you know, once it's a banana right and they know it's a banana right, it doesn't really matter once you call it a banana right, like you know. So mm-hmm. um yeah, but you learn different things off different drivers and you always pick up something off off a driver and you know, there's never a day you don't learn something. And uh yeah, no, it's it's been it's been cool now and it was a good start of the year, but uh, let's hopefully keep the momentum going. Um I was lucky to have Niall out there in Qatar as well, Niall Burns. Yeah. And uh, it was great help because we're always flat out bouncing questions off each other. And that's how you learn, I suppose. And he learned things off me, but I learned a lot off him. So, um, yeah, you know, it's just peace of mind. And, uh, yeah, we were in the same team. So, yeah, yeah. never do. And, like, that, you know, this is, like, we you know, I remember we spoke last week about this. And, like... Everybody is the great thing about the rallying community again is everybody's so helpful to each other. Like, you know, there'd be other sports that you couldn't go up and ask, you know, a competitor, how do you do that? Or, you know, rallying, it's like, oh, come on to show you, come on, you know, and there's no there's no back doors, there's no airs of graces. Everybody's there for the common good, I suppose. It's very well. Yeah, definitely. It's like with the academy as well, you have all the guys that were your idols years ago and you now you have them at the end of the phone if you have any questions and like you know it'd be like a five-a-side player ringing Cristiano Ronaldo for a few tips like you know <laughs> relatively speaking um, yeah. yeah so it's great and they're great help to us and uh, yeah people all like I- Irish co-drivers always help each other um, mm. and 
even there before Qatar, like I was on the phone to Killian and James Fulton was in Sweden and, and he was ringing me as well because he sat with Aziz last year. So um, he was great and giving me the heads up of what I can do to look better when I get out there, you know, and what I can do to anticipate on the tricky junctions and things like that. Stuff I would have never known unless I picked yeah. up the phone and, and, you know, chatted to him. So, yeah, yeah um, it's always been great help and, yeah, I'd like to like to think someday if someone rang me for help, I'd pass it on too, you know? Excellent, excellent. And, like, you know, to get that opportunity, like, like you keep thinking of these rallies in the Middle East, they're out in the desert, there's no landmarks. Does that make, you know, the making the notes and even getting your own bearings about you, does that make it a lot more difficult? Yeah, you put a lot of work into the recce. Um, try and watch as many videos as you can before the rally and, and the maps and the live maps online, things like that. But uh, you have a map a live map on your phone that the organizers provide you and uh, your phone will be say beside you in the rally car but that's on the gps that's only if you go off off the road you can find that you're going to go straight back on it and um, that's if if you lose an order that but luckily we're all right in that phone for this year because there was some fences and stuff lit up on some tricky junctions but don't get me wrong it was still very hard and uh how would i say there's some places where you're coming into three or four junctions that merge at once you know and and you know it's like at home a, a square right has a sign on it and it's very obvious it's totally different here when you're switching and it could be keep left one keep right one keep left one and there's roads going left and right and it's just a maze um yes. but on the recce when when you make the notes and you take your time on the first pass and get a good video of it and like after the recce spend hours going back and trying to tidy it up and what i did was so if the average speed of, say, the recce was 70 or 75 kilometers an hour, what I would do is play it back at double speed on the computer, try and read it at double speed. You're not always going to get it right. But that was the way I prepared for the tricky mergers of the junctions that when they came and, and in the rally car, you're nearly half fresh in your mind of you nearly knew the sequence of corners from from reading it at double speed, you know, yes. so... Uh -huh. mm. And yeah, those it's wee things like that that just will make the difference on the day. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. Or you know, where there's really long corners that tighten and you're into another junction straight after it. Um you'd identify the places that it would be tricky and uh mm -hmm. and try and kind of get familiar with them. You're not gonna get familiar with everything, um, mm -hmm. but you can do the best and you're looking for different landmarks that you never would have seen before, like uh little bushes or um a graded road or even like a bump on the side of the road, anything at all. Um, you even if you head in the direction of, you could be see a church straight across the desert, maybe a kilometer away. But in my notes, I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it. But just for myself, in brackets, I'd have. You can see the church or something small like that. You know, little things you never would have had to heighten your senses to before, but. You do what try what you can to try and make it work. So. Yeah, it's all we triggers for you that you know exactly where you're at, and that's you know to keep yourself yeah. right. Yep. <laughs> exactly, and you would never have too much um, landmarks for yourself out there because it's it's a maze. Yeah. Um, but it's really really enjoyable, and the stages are absolutely class. Um, and absolutely, the, the the level of competition there this year too. You know, Mads Osberg, Andreas Mickelson. It's great to see. You know, as well as great co-drivers going over, great drivers going over and getting the chance to uh, to sample the stages over there as well. Yeah, the the QMMF is a really good organisation. Um, they have a really good program for bringing people over and and bringing professional drivers over, Mads and Andres, and uh, yeah, the great competition there. So, um, mm -hmm. Emmy Lindholm was there as well, and mm -hmm. 
they really just raised the bar. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, for like for, for me, I mean, it's not that long ago I was watching Mickelson on the telly, and next thing you're <laughs> pulling up beside him and doing a rifle yeah. control. You know, it's like, <laughs> but like, at the time you don't think about it, you know, like it's like right, just get on with it. But uh, uh, but, like, you're like, oh. <laughs> uh, like, but like, is there is there like a, a pinch me moment? Like you know, like is this happening? You know, am I you know standing beside Andreas Mickelson or you know? There's my Dodsburg standing over there, kind of thing. Or is it just I'm here to do a job and need to get it done? Yeah, it's, it's I suppose like when you're there, you know, you try and you be as professional as you can, but deep down you're like, she's just a bit mad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was asking Matt Dodsburg, was he gonna be coming back to Mayo? Because remember he'd a Mark oh, II yes. that time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no. Um you're there to do a job and I suppose you're there because you can do the job, so you just get on with it when you're there and yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they just come away, you like you know, a decent finish and all that. So like happy driver, maybe a possibility maybe come back maybe later in the season. Yeah, we got on really well. So hopefully um we might get a budget together for a couple of more runs later in the year. Um I know that the next round is postponed and it gets very hot during the summer out there, so I don't think there's much rallying out there, but uh-huh. maybe towards the end of the year we might get a run out again. Um and yeah, but there's a lot of rallying to be done between now and November. Yeah. yeah. And like that, like you know, you mentioned the academy earlier. You're part of the uh, motorsport and academy. Like before you go out there, like do they help you? Because like you know, like we're coming from Ireland at that time, like and Galway the weekend before it, it was probably what five, six, seven, eight degrees to go out there, and it's probably three, four times that. Yeah, I know. There's great supports available, and uh, the academy gets you ready. There's two sides to it, really, for us. You have the co-driver side of it which is kind of the more technical side of the job. And then you have the academy itself and that's more kind of the performance, the physical and the nutrition side of it. So, um, yeah, it just helps you to be the best you can be in, in different circumstances other than just a rallying, if you get me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we've been working hard on the fitness and the nutrition and, um, it gets measured every, every month. So we try and make progress all the way along, but, um, it's just, you know, another thing that you can get right that'll help you when when you're there and, and you're under pressure and and do you feel the benefits of it like you know when you're sitting in that car and those temperatures is all this work paying off do you, you know is it all come all come good on the night yeah definitely definitely if you've your work done and especially over the winter before it um especially a bit of fitness definitely goes a long way in the heat um so yeah it definitely helps you and you just you wouldn't be tired like you know and that and you need to be switched on because it's very easy to make a mistake if you're not um and, and that's the kind of thing that they have us primed for um and they're very good at, at getting us getting us to be the best we can be excellent, yeah excellent. and then you're home from the middle east you're not home did you even get a chance to to change over the bag away to france then with daniel barry another great experience i we were packing for a month there before galway so uh, <laughs> yeah I took, I took a month off work and uh yeah, um, just went mad rallying for the month. So, no, packed up and uh, you have to plan ahead and, and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, we landed and then the following day went to France. So, um, we got a good run there. We finished sixth overall. Um, we, were, we were happy with it, but at the same time, we were kind of kicking ourselves. We got a puncture on the last stage, you know. <laughs> um, we had taken time out of the guy in, in fifth, but that was a really good rally and it was a really good mix of everything. Daniel drove a great rally and he's a great team together, you know. Yeah, um, like, like, you know, Daniel Barry, like we don't probably 
we don't really appreciate what he's doing because he does so little rallying in Ireland. But he goes to, to France and these other uh, uh, rallies across Europe, and they, it's a small, family run team. But he does it in such a professional manner. It's I don't think the guy gets enough credit for what he does. Yeah, he's a great driver and uh, he's got great car control. And uh, you can learn a lot from the team that they put together. Um, and it's a real family effort as well. So, the, you know, and then you have, you have Paddy McDonald who runs the car. And then sometimes we got we got LAD Sport in, in France as well to help. So, um, but between everyone and, you know, there's a lot of people in the team that has to come together to make the whole weekend work. But we're all as doing mad about rallying as each other. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's great to see and it nearly remind me about when I'm rallying myself and my, my family are helping me or vice versa, you know, so mm-hmm. it's nice to see and he's a great pilot. Yeah, and then like you, you, you know, you say there you were over in Canada a few years ago, like in, that you were studying French. It's nice to be able to put your, your studies into practical use in a rally as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't think now when I was going over to Canada to study, uh, <laughs> I was going to get the, the parents to help, help me out so it helped me when I'm rallying, but uh, yeah. Oh, parents have always been very supportive and uh, it definitely came in handy um, because that, that rally was a national rally. So it's like the FIA rallies are all in English, but the national rallies are all in French. And, you know, you could be on going over the ramp, going out to the middle loop of stages and get handed a bulletin or an amendment or something. And uh, it just saves, well, you still panic, but just a bit less. <laughs> <laughs> make a bit of sense. But, but um, yeah, no, it's definitely a help. Uh, definitely a good help. And uh I found that the co-drivers in France are very helpful too. Um, beyond with Irish co-drivers helping each other, but you know, out there too, if you make an effort and there's something you want to know, and people help you out if you, if you you make an effort, and um, those co-drivers are very helpful to me. Even things like checking in early to the fa- the last control, like you know, I would have been very tentative about that because obviously, you know, you don't know where you lie. But yeah, some of the other ones would say, no, no, it's fine, and then you could check, and you know, just it just takes a bit of a worry off your mind that what you're doing is right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And like the variety of cars uh, over there, you know, we're, we're blessed here in Ireland. We know there's so many different types of R5, but over there, then you, you know, you have like a, a DS3 World Rally car, you have the, the, the Alpines and, and Porsches that, you know, the GT3s. The, the variety of machinery and that championship, that seems to be mind boggling. Yeah, I suppose their version of Mark II is the the Alpines. Um, they're turbo as well. They're mental. They're so yeah. fast. They're fast. And uh, yeah, then like you'd be on the road section going between the stages and come uh, come and see a three hundred six Maxi going the other way, and you're like a dog with your head out the window, like you know. But yeah, yeah, the stuff of dreams. Um, but they've some lovely, lovely front wheel drive cars as well there. Um, yeah, it's a big push for front wheel drive out there. But yeah, it's cool to see now and some lovely plant. Excellent, excellent. So, you know, that's you up to date. You know, Midland coming up this weekend. Um, you're down twice to do it, I see in the entry list. <laughs> you're going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll finish one stage and run back to the start yeah. and jump in. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going with Daniel and uh, looking forward to it. Hopefully, we'll be, should be sharp enough from last weekend. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to it and we'll see how we go. It's going to be very, very competitive. Um, there's a great entry there. Yeah, it really is. Like it's, it's like an international field, isn't it? The yeah, you know the the top line, the the four wheel drive cars. Have you seen them in any other international rally? You'd be delighted with it. And then the modified entries, unreal. Unreal, yeah, unreal. It's uh, 
great to see and rallying is in a very strong place long may it continue i suppose working there and uh, wishing him all the best and the rest of his adventures this year certainly going to be a busy man and kevin last weekend we had uh, five mile time rally and you were there what was the event like a cracking day you know the weller played uh, was so kind as well too it stayed dry chilly but you know dry and that's always a bonus but the action on the stages was fantastic you know uh going into the last stage point one of a second between first and second even third place was you know only less than two seconds back from that it was a grandstand finish uh great to see uh was mark donnelly taking the, the second one after he's won in clarney the previous weekend himself and stephen o'handlin and then grabbing second on the very last stage then was gareth Mimda, and then unfortunately vivian hamill dropped out to third but it's not that vivian done nothing wrong it was just it was it was just so close and then the two-wheel drive, Aileen Hillington was being the star of the show, but unfortunately a puncher on the penultimate stage, he dropped the minute. Uh, Mark McCormick and Barney Mitchell come through then and took the one. But the two-wheel drives, you know, BDAs and Forrest don't even get me started. You know, there's nothing beats it. I've seen the ladder again in action, even better. <laughs> so, but uh, no, great rally. Um, have to big hats off to the organisers. Um, rally runs so well. You know, everybody we met, friendly faces, uh, great crack, great banter, uh, much appreciated, all the kind words and the amount of abuse we got about the podcast, but <laughs> all very uh, all very kind, no good words. And uh, the Donnelly brothers are legends, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. <laughs> the amount of, the amount of uh, people come over and said, you know, how much they enjoyed listening to it. So thanks each and everyone of you as well too. Uh, at, at the end, I managed to catch up with as Mark Donnelly and Gareth Nunn just to get their reaction at the end of the event. Mark Donnelly, winner of Five Mile Town 2023. I'd say you have to be very happy with that. Oh, delighted. Uh, two in a row, couldn't ask for much better. Yeah. I think what a great start to the year for you. Killarney Forestry last weekend, uh, Five Mile Town this weekend. You didn't have it just quite as easy? Didn't have it as easy today, definitely not. Um, we should have made, probably made more off the first loop than we did with a spin in the stall and janking. Um, but look, this was all about tight racing at the very end, and thankfully we got the win. Yeah, and like the competition here today, Vivian, Nile McC- uh, McCullough, uh, sorry, Gareth Mim, the, you know, everybody, like it was like a spin or a, a half spin even would have mm-hmm. knocked you down to fifth, as uh-huh. easy as first. Yeah, no, there's very, very little in it, which just goes to show you, you know, how fast the, the pace is at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, no, fair play to all the boys. There's any amount of lads that could have won the day, so. Yeah. And Adam give you a faultless car again today? Yet again, yet again. Um, look, I'm delighted for Adam too. You know, he obviously uh, was like ourselves last year. Didn't have the best of years, so you know, as much as as good for us as is good for Adam. So uh-huh. delighted uh, for him. And then where's where to next now? Where to next? Malcolm Wilson. Right. Uh-huh. So we we'll go there. Uh, see how we go. Yeah. Right. Thank you very much. Good no man. Problem. Thank you. Gareth, I'm the second overall today in the five mile town. Uh, you have to be happy with your days rally. Hi, without a doubt. Hey, um, we came here just trying to keep our nose clean and get a finish after last year. We had a, we had a tough year, to be honest. So um, we kept our nose clean over the first four, and but it was fairly tight after that, obviously, and stayed that way to the finish. So, uh-huh. um, now, going into the last one, it was it was tight between everybody, so uh-huh. um, thankfully we got the quickest time over it and got second in the end up. So uh-huh. Well done to Mark and Stephen as well. Aye, and like that has to give you great confidence there, you know, fastest in that last stage. And like it was real balls to the walls for everybody. Like there was nothing yeah. in it between the top three or four there. Aye, without a doubt, like but um 
last year like we we were showing good pace, you know, at times, just trying to put it all together. Um bit of bad luck here and there and that, but um now we gathered ourselves well for the day and got a good finish, thank God. Great to hear from the two boys there and what is the start to the season uh, Mark Donnelly has had like you know, he's heading to Malton Wilson now, not this weekend but next weekend, so Hopefully his good uh, run of form continues. Uh, I also got the chance to catch up with Ryan McHugh, uh, Tarmac, junior Tarmac champion from last year. And he has a few exciting plans up his sleeve for this year. So without further ado, let's hear from Ryan. Now, Ryan, we thought we'd get you on. We've seen the launch of the new car there at the weekend, looking uh, really well. Excited for the year ahead? Ah, yeah. Um, credit to Declan. Oil, uh, DB design for the design on the car. Um, yeah, looking forward to the year now. Hopefully, get things kicked off now, starting the national championship this weekend. So, looking forward to getting going. Yeah, and like you had such a fantastic year last year, you know, uh, at the junior tarmac championship. Uh, that was a, a great introduction to rallying for you. Like last year, first year full time competing, it must have been a dream come true, really. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the last time I spoke to you, we were going to go to Corkin. Hopefully, it was after Donegal, so yeah, it was nice to, to get over the line with it and get a nice trophy back, Frank Maher Memorial Cup, so it was nice to get that as well. Um, yeah, um, I was really looking forward now to getting going this year, new car, and um, I suppose. Yeah, and like, you know, going into a Fiesta Rally 4, that's quite a big step up from the Civic. Yeah, well, we, we've actually tested the car... Uh, up in Lahey for one day, about a couple hours, one last Saturday or the Saturday before. Yeah, looking forward to getting going now. It's a, it's a whole different style of driving, and uh, you're also on the left-hand drive. So, ah, it's different, but there's there's a lot of potential there, definitely. So, <laughs> And like, does the left-hand drive thing, does that bother you? You're happy enough to jump in now at the other stage? Um, well, we, we've, I, I've, I, bought, I bought a road car about six months ago, so... I'm driving that nearly six months now. So, no, it hasn't really bothered me too much now anyway as to start with. So, mm -hmm. but um, yeah. maybe ask me that question after Sunday, hopefully. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll uh, know better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like those wee uh, Rally 4 Fiestas, they're a proper wee rally car, aren't they? they, they you know, they're, they're professionally built. They are, you know, what was used in the World Championship up until, what, two years ago now, I suppose. Yeah, ah, definitely. Yeah, you can see there's a lot of potential in the car. Like, um, there's a lot more power and a lot better handling and just better all around sequential gearbox. Just it's just a better car all over than than a Civic. So, ah, look, it's uh, it's definitely a big step forward. And hopefully, hopefully now it works out for us and we get on good. Yeah, and like, I, what amazes me with them too, they have lunch control too, and like that, that that's just like. A, a, the way they pop and bang just sitting on the line, it's, it's like a like it's like a tiny world car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I I actually tested that the last day. I only ever done one launch in it, so I must uh, I must get up to scratch before the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> get get the practice in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we know how expensive rallying is as a sport. You're very lucky that you you know you had some fantastic supporters last year. You've brought some of them with you and new names in the car this year as well. Ah, yeah, a lot of the people actually on the car last year has uh, came forward again and uh, still joined us, but we've also inquired a lot of new sponsors, Kevin, for the year ahead. Um, it's been a lot of effort put in from a lot of people over the winter trying to get me forward. Um, Declan McBurdy there has been a big help to me, and uh, 
Neil obviously and uh dad who's been a big help there over the winter. So um everyone's just kind of pulled together and tried to get the whole thing together for me. And thankfully it's 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 become a package. Um it was a big task now at the when we sat down after last year just chatting about what car and what budget we need and oh look it it was a it was a big build to try and gather but uh look everyone's pulled together and all the sponsors that came on board have been more than generous enough and even the sponsors last year have been more than generous enough and like everyone's kind of pulled together and there on Sunday most of the sponsors was there on Sunday but uh a couple of the ones couldn't make it now but uh, I sent them on pictures and stuff but uh no it's 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 great to have a lot of local support too yeah, that isn't that great that your local community is pulling in behind you there too. And I thought it was a lovely touch, you know, on the Sunday in your local village, in the middle of you know, in the middle of everything, launching the car there. Like it was too often now that kind of forgotten about the car just rolls up at scrutiny or whatever. Doing a proper lunch, gathering up your you know your sponsors, letting them see the benefit. You know, the car sitting there nice and shiny. You know, people coming and going. Oh, what's going on over here? Going over and looking to see that. You know, I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, it was actually. It's actually Glenn Campbell that uh, Glenn and Claire, the sister, owns that uh, coffee well there in Frosty. So uh, we just decided we'd give them something back to launch the car there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's uh, it's great. Like, just, there was a wild crowd there on Sunday, so I was actually wild thankful for it because it gives the village a good lift too there. Yeah, like even cars driving down through the village would see this and they'd be stopping to look to see what's going on. So, like, it, it helps everybody, like your your sister and, you know, at the, the coffee place. It, it probably got a wee lift out of it as well, too. So, like, it's a one-one for everybody. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, ah, everyone was happy now, it was good. Yeah, and, like, you know, you talked about local support there. Like, have seen some of the names in the car, the Mill Park, Glass, uh, O&I Motors, Chiller stuff, all, you know, and that's so... It's so important that the community is involved in this as well. It's, it's not just knowing rally people, it's other people as well. Yeah, exactly, Kevin. Um, the local bar there, Boney Glen, and uh, Dermot Doherty, Prince Supplies, too, came on board, and EDD, Kelly Group, others. There's Johnny Jordan, there's loads of sponsors, Declan McBrady, Kid Siller stuff. Um, without without all them, like I wouldn't, I would have no championship next year, so... Mm-hmm. or this year so uh like uh, i have them to thank for it and hopefully now we can get out and have another good year and have something to show for it at the end and yeah. see what happens next year uh-huh. and the plan is this year to get yourself familiar with the car the national championship is sort of your intent starting out anyway yeah that's the intentions anyway kevin um to start at the national uh i was intending to do the tarmac but uh i think we'll uh give it a miss this year and maybe try it next year. Um, I'll see no one set in stone yet. So yeah. I'll just try and get the, this year and get good experience in the car and get familiar with everything and take it from there. But we, we planned, our plan is to do the full national championship and uh, Donegal as well. Excellent. excellent. So, you know, like, you know, we all know how vital seat time is in the car. And the great thing about a national championship is it's normally three stages done three times. So, you know, you can go out, try something, see if it works, try something different for the next loop and see if there's an improvement as well. So it's wee things like that that will help you develop as a driver throughout this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
definitely looking forward to it and hopefully hopefully we can learn this year's all about learning and just getting used to the car and getting used to left hand drive and just it's it's uh it's all right you can test away but it's different when you get into a closed road that you don't know that's when you that's when the tail sell so yeah because i suppose like a, a test you're, you're so familiar with the road you're you're not you're just an auto mode almost kind of thing you're not you know f- you're not in full stage mode as such <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're always preserving that wee bit. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're uh, battling with someone, the wee the wee bit always has to come out. <laughs> that extra <So>. tenth. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's good. Hey, the car's good. Um, I acquired the car off uh, Eamon Kelly. It's Eamon Kelly's old uh BRC car. So the car definitely has the potential anyway. So there's no uh, there's no, there's no getting away from that. So yeah. Yeah. um, no. Um, I can't thank Donna and Eamon enough for their support and their help too. After I, after I, the car bought of them, um, we're actually going testing tomorrow again, and uh, Eamon Eamon's coming along too. So, um, so no, it's great to it's great to have Eamon there. Like he's he's been a great help since he bought the car, as I said. And any wee thing that I think of that maybe he might know, I can ask him, or you know, that's a massive help. Yeah, he's uh, he's what two two almost two years in that car now at the stage. So yeah. the knowledge the knowledge he's acquired and not there, like that that's invaluable for the likes of yourself stepping into the car for the first time. Yeah, well, hopefully now tomorrow, um, make it make it a run with him and in, in the car as well. Him driving maybe, mm-hmm. show me what he thinks, and then maybe I drive and see see what he thinks, and at least we can have a chat about it and see what yeah. see what works. Great to hear there from Ryan. Uh, big shout out then to Gary McHenney, who finished third there in the rally out in Mallorca uh, with Seb Perez at the weekend uh, in the historic Porsche. Great run there with the two boys. Uh, also, Darren Moore asked us if we give a wee shout out to is the Westmeath Hill Climb on the 12th of March. Uh, looks like a fantastic event. Uh, there's still a few places there, I would say, the, the entries are still open. So uh, look up Facebook page there, the Westmeath Hill Climb, as they in the 12th of March there. So that there is the end of episode six. Please like, share, rate, comment, subscribe, all those things. Gratefully appreciate it. You've been doing it in huge numbers over the last few weeks. So once again, many thanks for all that. So until the next time, take care, speak soon and bye.